As, uh, as we are starting our Alpha on Tuesday, and we are really excited. So do pray for us on Tuesday evening. But we are incredibly fortunate this morning to have one very special lady come and speak to us. She travels the world handing people the tools to do Alpha. And she has seen many, many, many people come and do Alpha all across the world. And she has seen firsthand how it changes people and nations. And she is a very, very special person. And I really would like you to give her an incredibly warm welcome, for she is the president of Alpha International. And uh, we are, <laughs> she told me not to say that, <laughs> to figure out, but she is. I mean, there's no denying it. She has. She is this wonderful person. And the Lord, she's got an amazing story, which you'll hear in a minute. And uh, the Lord has used her. And I think she's just said, yes, Lord, I'm your servant. What do you want me to do? And, and look what the Lord has done through her. Anyway, she's going to explain more. Please give a very warm welcome to Trisha Neal. Thank you so much, Kate. Let's just pray oh, for you. Oh, thank you. Everyone, extend a hand. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Kate. Well, first of all, Neil and Kate, thank you, and all of you, thank you so much for uh, the privilege of uh, being here with you this morning, and uh, I'm so grateful to you for inviting me. That is uh, just the nicest thing. I, I mentioned uh, to Kate and some of the women when I was here the last time, uh, a few months ago, how much we owe to the Vineyard Movement and how much we owe to John Wimber. You know, it's incredible. Alpha would not be alpha as it is without the Vineyard Movement and without John Wimber's uh, impact and, um, uh, and help with that. So we are really grateful to you both and to John and Ellie and the whole movement um, and uh, just very grateful. What I'd love to do first of all is just to show a short film, a little bit about Alpha, what's been happening with Alpha all around the world uh, over the last few years and, uh, and then we'll start. It's just fantastic. I never used to be excited for my life, but now I am. I say, God, I hate who I am, who I've become. Come into my life. Now I don't feel alone, and that's just game-changing for me. It was Jesus who radically changed me. And I don't say it flippantly. I really genuinely do mean this. He's more important to me than the air I'm breathing. The best thing ever. I was nowhere you came to my rescue From the grave I've been raised I think Alpha matches much more the life we actually live. We rarely sit in rows and pontificate about truth. It's just a dope way to think about the big questions of life. Some of you, you need a little different way to access content other than sitting in a church service. And this is what the Alpha course, which has helped millions in over 150 countries all over the world, is designed to do. 
if every believer in india runs alpha course our country will be saved in no time i i i greatly admire your remarkable work bringing churches back to life that is think is something truly remarkable and inspiring Alpha leadership is worldwide famous. Alpha helps us to be less afraid and to find joy in bringing people to Jesus. The heart of Christianity is to love thy neighbor, and millions do really live that out. I think of the Alpha courses run in our prisons, which work with offenders to give them a new life inside and outside prison. God has at this time given a family of tools for the job of Alpha, the marriage course, God at work, the whole range of Alpha courses that enable us to bring hope for the world. I think Alpha is about to double, quadruple in its effectiveness and influence. I think you haven't seen anything yet. So, um, as a, a child, my parents used to uh, bring my brother and sister and I to church every Sunday. It was just what we did. And uh, I went to Sunday school, I went to the youth club. But when I left home at 18 to go to university, I made a conscious decision that uh, God, the church, it wasn't for me. And I wanted to be in control of my own life. And so I decided that I would never go back to church. It just wasn't for me. And, um, you know, for many years, that's how I lived my life. I spent uh, many years living in the Middle East. And during that time, I was in a relationship. It was a very exciting relationship. It was a very addictive relationship. But it was a relationship that was totally and utterly lacking in trust. And the only way that I felt that I could escape from um, just being in that uh, environment was to leave and to come to live uh, in London. I'd never lived in London before, and uh, when I arrived, uh, and if I'm honest, I was feeling probably utterly broken and disappointed with the way that my life had turned out. And here I was in this big city, finding it very, very difficult to find community where I belonged, and uh, I felt lonely. I'd been headhunted at that time by um, Rupert Murdoch's organization, News International, and I was involved in spearheading 
a new division uh, for, for him. But the one thing that I loved doing, and I still love doing, in fact, I was there uh, yesterday morning, is I love to play tennis just down the road here in Wimbledon. And uh, I go, and I did go every single Saturday. And it was there that I met the first Christian that I had in 20 years. So that shows you the type of life uh, that I had been living. She invited me to come on Alpha. At the time she invited me, which was in 1993, there was literally one Alpha course running in the entire world. And it was at a church called Holy Trinity Brompton in London, an Anglican church uh, in the heart of um, the city. And I didn't really want to go. I mean, why would I go? I had no interest in God. I had no interest uh, in the church. But, you know, she positioned Alpha in such an easy way for me. Uh, She told me that I would come along. I'd meet some nice people. I'd have a great meal. And you can see that I enjoy eating. And then she said at the end, if you don't like it, nobody's going to chase you up, nobody's going to ring you, nobody's going to hassle you. You are free not to come back if you don't want to. And she said, just come once and give it a go. So I went along to Alpha on, um, I think it was the evening that you've just had. It was sort of, except you're doing it for the first time in a long time, but it was the party that happens at the end of the Alpha course, when all the existing guests are encouraged to invite their friends who don't go to church and don't know Jesus to come and try it and see if they would like to start. So she was right. I, I went along with her on that Alpha supper night and we had a lovely meal. I met some great people, but I didn't enjoy the talk that Nikki Gumbel did. Uh, in those days, it was called Christianity, boring, untrue, question mark, and irrelevant, question mark. And I just seriously didn't like it. I think it was just such a shock to me, having been so far removed from the church uh, all of those years. So at the end of the evening, despite having a nice meal, which we did, and meeting some really nice people, I said to my friend, thank you very much. I don't think I'm going to be coming back. In fact, I seriously didn't like it, and so much so, please don't ever mention it to me again. And I thought I'd got away with it. Three weeks later, I was coming out of my house at, um, I was living in Wimbledon at the time, on, just on the grid in Dernsford Avenue. And uh, I saw my neighbor across the road. She had just, she and her husband had just had their first baby. And I went across to congratulate her. Julia, I said, I'm so thrilled. You must be so excited. And how are you? And she burst into tears. And I said, what on earth is the matter, Julia? This should be the happiest time of your life. And she proceeded to tell me that she'd found out on the day that she'd gone in to give birth to her baby girl that her husband had been having an affair for the whole previous year with his secretary. And her life 
was in complete shatter. She was completely, as you can imagine, devastated. And I just felt so sorry for her, having been in a relationship where there'd been no trust, and I just wanted to help her. So I said, Julia, please don't worry. All your friends like me are going to rally around. We're going to support you, and we're going to help you, and we'll help you to get through this. And she said, Trish, all my friends are just like you. They're just party people, very shallow. I don't know how you think that you can help me to get through this period. And I looked at her, and, you know, I just, I know that was quite a harsh thing to say. I probably deserved it. But I just looked at her, and I just heard coming out of my mouth, Julia, perhaps you should do the Alpha course. (laughs) And then I was even more surprised to hear myself say, if you would like to go, I'll go with you. (laughs) And so that's how I found myself literally going on week one of Alpha. And when I came home that first night after week one, I knew for sure I was going to go back on week two not just to keep Julia company and to support her, but because I had felt intrigued about what I had heard and what I had seen. And so I went back week after week, joining the same group that I was in. And what I noticed first, that I had this sense of belonging before believing. I felt that I had come home that I had found something that I'd been searching for all my life, even though I didn't even know that I was searching for it. And then, just like many stories that you've probably heard, my life was radically changed on the weekend away on the person and work of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that happened in February of 1993. And to be honest... I've never looked back since. My life has changed uh, completely and utterly. I went on the next course. Nikki invited me to help. I thought to myself, why on earth would I be helping? I've just become a Christian. But Nikki explained to me that people who've just become Christians on Alpha make the best helpers on the next course because they understand where the guests are coming from because that's where they were 10 10 weeks ago. And so I went on the next course, and in fact, some of my colleagues from News International also came on that supper party to try out Alpha. What happened was that normally, every night after work, we would go to the pub and drink, and drink, and probably drink again. But on a Wednesday night, I was leaving my workplace dead on 530 to get to HTB to do Alpha. And they were intrigued. Where was I going on a Wednesday night? They thought I had a new boyfriend and I want, they wanted to meet him. But instead, I invited them to come to try Alpha. Just like my tennis friend had invited me. And out of 26 in the department, 16 of them came to see what Alpha was like. Four of them went on to do the whole course, and all four of them became Christians. 
One of them became an, has now become an Anglican minister in the church in Liverpool. So where God took me out of my workplace, which I'll explain about in a moment, he put four back in my place. How I left News International was um, uh, one Friday night, I went uh, back to my desk. I'd been out at meetings all day. I was over in Wapping. And I got to my desk and I saw three telephone messages on my desk. It was the days when you didn't get a message on the computer. There were just bits of paper on the, paper, on the, on the desk. And one said, please ring Nikki Gumbel urgently. The next one said, please ring Sandy Miller urgently. Sandy was the vicar of the church at the time. And the other third one said, please ring Judy Cusack, who happened to be on our PCC, our vestry, our leadership team at HTB. Please ring her urgently. And it didn't take a very um, uh, astute person to realize that uh, two things. One is that something was up. But secondly, that HTB weren't very good on their communication. <laughs> so I rang Nikki and I said, um, how can I help Nikki? And, and he said, oh, Trish, we need help. We know that we need you. Will you come and work for us? Will you give up your job tonight and come and start working with us on Monday morning? So you can imagine my response. But over the next few months, two things happened. One is, every time I saw Nicky, he asked me when I was going to give up my job to come and work with him. But secondly and more importantly, God began to speak to me. He was beginning to give me a vision for the local church. And he was beginning to give me a vision for what he wanted with the rest of my life. And there was a number of ways that I'd sensed this. But one in particular, uh, I was at a wedding in a lovely church in Wimbledon. And I was there with a whole group of friends. We were all sitting in the back row. And in front of me, all I could see were all these people dressed in their finery, all looking fabulous. And I suddenly found myself weeping for them. The reason was that the vicar, the people who were getting married weren't Christians. The vicar of that church was reading a very dull and boring sermon. And I'm sincerely hoping that mine is not um, uh, along the lines of that one this morning. But um, he was reading this very boring talk. And I just began weeping. And it, it wasn't because of the emotion of the service. It was just because here were all of these people at this church service. And I thought to myself, this could be the only opportunity that they ever have to hear what I heard on Alpha. And I just felt utterly sad and bereft about that. I really just found that God was giving me a vision to help to bring life to the local church. So in April of 94, six months after Nikki first asked me if I would come and help, I found myself starting at HTB, working alongside uh, Nikki and Sandy. And at that time, by now, 
there were about 200 courses that had started. Within a week of starting, we had the most incredible outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And that was a huge thanks to Ellie and John Mumford. And I know most of you will know of her. She had been over in Canada and had come back and had prayed for Nikki and Pips. It was an incredibly exciting time. If I'm honest, it was a very daunting time for me, having just started work at the church. But I clung on to something that Sandy said at the time, that we will know that this outpouring of the Spirit is of God when we see the fruit of what happens as a result. And Alpha exploded literally from that day onwards. And that goes to show that it has nothing to do with me starting work there. It has nothing to do with Nikki or Sandy, but it had all to do with the Holy Spirit. Now, and you saw on that video, which James Wynn, who's here today, made that phenomenal video. Um, and I'm just so proud of what you've done, James. Fabulous work. Um, now, over 27 million people like myself have done Alpha in 169 countries around the world and in every different denomination. And it's just such a privilege to see what God is doing through his local church. Now, of course, it hasn't always been easy for me. God never promised that life was going to be easy. In 2002, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was just about to get on a plane that week with Nikki and Pippa to Australia to do some alpha work when I found uh, a lump, which subsequently meant that I had to go through an operation, through chemotherapy, and through radiotherapy. It was a very tough time. But I was given this wonderful verse, which I hope oh, it's on the screen behind. I was given this wonderful verse, and I felt this was a promise from God for me at this time. And it's from Isaiah, and it says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God. And since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you. I felt that was a real promise from God for me during that time. And if I'm honest, I would have preferred not to have gone through that year. But what I do know is that God was with me during that entire time. He never left me, and he loved me back to health. That period of sickness taught me so much. It taught me that when I didn't have the desire or the will to pray, that there were others that were kind enough to pray for me. I saw the church coming together around me, protecting me, loving me, 
supporting me, just as a church community and a church family should. And God has been so kind to me because in 2012, 10 years after it was first diagnosed, I was given the all clear and told to go and just get on with the rest of my life. The verse that you've seen on the screen throughout um, this talk has meant so much to me throughout the entire time since I did Alpha. It's from Joel uh, chapter 2, verse 25. And I always remember saying to Nikki in the very early days, I remember exactly when I spoke to him about it, and I just said to him, I wish I knew now from my past life. I wish I knew then what I knew in my... I wish I knew then in my past life what I know now. And he said, Trish... Remember this verse, I will repay you for the years that the locusts have eaten. And he has. And I was so thrilled to hear from Kate, and, and I know that's why Kate really asked me to come today, that you're starting Alpha again. And if you haven't done it, please consider doing it. But don't come on your own. Bring your friends those friends that you know in the, in your, where you live, in your workplace, at the gym, wherever you socialize, those people that don't know who Jesus is and they don't go to church because Alpha is truly aimed at them. I have done so many wonderful things in my life. I can honestly say that. But the best thing that I have ever done is to do the Alpha course because it gave me a whole new life when I absolutely needed it. As we finish this morning, I want you to meet Emmanuel. When I started working at HTB in 1994, there was that terrible genocide happening in Rwanda. I went back to, or I went to Rwanda uh, a few years ago, and it was wonderful to go to see how that country is trying to heal itself after that dreadful time. Alpha is running in every single prison in Rwanda. And I'm just so thrilled about that because I think that will help to bring hope to those perpetrators who were involved in the genocide. Emmanuel was somebody that we met there. And I'd love you just to hear his story because Alpha is for people like Emmanuel and people like all your friends and neighbors in this area. My name is Barty Emmanuel and I participated in the 1994 genocide Agnes Tutsi. I murdered many Tutsi under the order of bad leadership and I've spent six years in prison and four years in community service. While in prison, fellow prisoners invited me to try Alpha. I went but struggled to engage. 
I realized I needed to tell the truth about what I had done and wrote a letter asking for forgiveness of the relatives of those I had murdered. Life was so hard after being released from prison. I found my wife with two children that were not mine and I faced many heartbreaking situations. I didn't know how I was going to live with the genocide survivors after what I had done. My heart was filled with agony, loneliness and fear. Encouraged by Alpha in prison, I decided to do Alpha again. I learned that Jesus forgives and experienced love in a way I had never known before. With the help of a local pastor, I went to find Vincent, whose mother and grandmother I had killed, to ask for forgiveness. I now live in a village built for genocide survivors and perpetrators. Vincent lives in the same village. We have formed a friendship and I now experience peace like I haven't experienced it before. Day-to-day -day life continues to be a challenge, but I have found forgiveness and healing for the things that I've done. Got questions about life? Try Alpha. I've watched it so often, I've cried many tears over it. <laughs> Let's stand.